0: Good afternoon, welcome to the program. You might recall a couple of weeks back, we had a conversation with the Friends of Transit group. It's a reminder again of just how important mass transit is in our community. And there's a lot happening with mass transit here in Springfield and surrounding area. So we're pleased to welcome into studio Steve Sheffel. He is the Executive Director of the Sangamon Mass Transit District and is here live with us this afternoon. Steve, thanks so much for taking the time. We appreciate
1: it. Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Well, I, I know you're very busy all the time, and I can only guess that it gets even a little bit busier as we are staring down the barrel of potentially a pretty big winter storm later this week. Several inches of snow possible, plus the blowing and drifting. Makes it hard to get around, and it's one of those situations where, boy, people be like, I'd much rather take the bus than uh, than than drive in this. But
1: I know that poses real challenges for you too. How do you prepare for something like what we're expecting this week? Well, we do keep a close eye on the forecast and make sure we know what's coming as as much as we can. And uh, our crews that uh, provide snow removal at our facilities are all geared up, ready to go and. Uh, we had to do a little bit of extra prep this year because we're in the middle of a construction process at the transfer center. So uh, trying to figure out where we're going to put snow, if we have it in the uh, in amounts that uh, are a problem, we have to find a place to put that or haul it off. So we've made arrangements to, to take care of that however we have to. And then also just uh, trying to keep an eye on things for our passengers, warning them if if they can, you know, get some stuff done here in the next couple of days so you don't have to be out.
0: Right. Uh, wh- where do people go? I mean, I know that if you have you know major system wide issues, you let all of us in the media know. We put word out there. Uh, but where is an easy way for people to go to check just to see if routes are delayed or if you're just having trouble getting to certain locations?
1: Well, social media is probably the quickest place to find the latest information. Uh, particularly mm-hmm. Facebook, uh, Twitter. Uh, we also put stuff on the website. So uh, those three places would be the best place to go. And we're looking at you know really uh, bitter cold and very cold. Winter. Wind chills. Do you ever just have trouble getting the buses started in weather like that? Uh, not usually. A lot of our buses are stored inside yeah. at night, so we don't have that big of a problem. But uh, we have good maintenance crews, and they get everything ready to go. Well, I just wanted to get uh,
0: that uh, out of the way, because I know it's on everybody's minds right now. But we wanted to talk about sort of the big picture of mass transit here in Springfield. So so walk us through where things stand now. Mm-hmm. We've been through the pandemic. I know it impacted you like it impacted everybody else, and just changing uh, patterns and uh, the ways people use mass transit. Transit. So, so where do we stand?
1: How are we with ridership? How are we with the the services you're providing? Big picture. Well, uh, we had just gone through a major route redesign in 2019 and we're just starting to see the fruits of that in the beginning of 2020. Uh, The first couple of months, we had apples to apples comparisons we could make to see what the improvements did year to year. And then COVID hit and it, it cut the cut us off at the knees. Really, uh, we were down for a long time. Provided free fare for a year, um, and then we were on the upswing and we have been ever since. And now we're getting to the point where we're, we're hitting six digits in our ridership for the months, uh, which is a good milestone for us. Uh, We're still about 80% of where we were pre-COVID. That fluctuates a little bit month to month, but uh, now we're looking at the new transportation center opening, uh, the new rail corridor coming, and probably another redesign coming around 2025. Uh, I want to come back and, and talk about those things, but I know you've got some other changes that are going to be
0: uh, more imminent uh, as we're heading into the new year, uh, particularly having to do with how people
1: pay for uh, rides on the bus and how they access SMTD information. Tell me about those. Well, for a few months we've had our new GenFair fare boxes on the buses. People have been using those for a while. Uh, they still take cash, and people can still use the uh, the old punch, uh, punch cards, punch passes that we've had. Um, but we're going to new magnetic strip cards that people can use. Uh, we'll be able to, to sell them a day pass, a seven-day pass, a 31-day pass, and then also... Uh A little bit further down the road, some uh, cards where they can tap that card on the on the fare box and not even have to swipe it. So, a lot of new technology coming. A lot of things we'll have to spend a lot of effort educating the public, educating our riders on how to use those. But in the end, I think it'll be a lot more convenient and a lot more options for people to be able to use.
0: The current fare boxes are those also where you could
1: just tap a debit card. Does that work like that also? No, we're not at that point yet. So, uh, you can order order a fare online. Um, We have an app that's coming that you'll be able. To put your information in and order uh, fare that way, and use your, you will be able to use your phone and that app to pay. Uh, we have a few people that you might see out on the street doing that now that are part of a test group, uh, so it's not too far off, but it is a little bit off.
0: So uh, again, if people uh, are,
1: are the the fare cards, are those now currently available? People can order those. Uh, you can still order fare online. It's probably going to be uh, some interim type of, of fare card. It could be the old punch pass for a while until those are gone. Um, and we're still just maybe a few weeks away from launching all of these new these new things. But you can buy a day pass on the bus now. You've yeah. been able to do that for a while.
0: No uh, no firm date yet, but sometime early 2023 for, right. for those new innovations. Uh, and obviously, as you mentioned, one of the big changes coming is going to be the transportation hub downtown. And you know work is already underway on that, although it's not due for completion until 23. Is that correct? Is that, was that when you'll be operating out of there full time
1: we're anticipating sometime this summer we think that that we'll be able to get inside and
0: and obviously more and more to come after that
1: how does that change the picture of mass transit here locally Well, we've had, you probably remember the days when we had the transfer center down at 5th and Capitol. Um, So it was just on the street. People would walk in between buses out into traffic, and it was just not a good setup. Uh, We've been at a location similar to where we're at now for a while, which is great to be off street, but there's there's no public facilities there. There's no indoor shelter. The new facility will have both of those things. There'll be public restrooms. There'll be indoor shelter. There'll be ticketing agents there at the site so you won't have to come to our offices to buy fare Um, it'll just be a a much better better thought out, better run process than what people have had to, to deal with in the past.
0: And you mentioned that that d- does raise the possibility of doing a, a route redesign again, last done in 2019, but with a, a new centralized location and all the opportunities that provides, it's a chance to rethink how those routes work. Uh, so that is something that is definitely going to happen or is under
1: consideration? Or No, it will, and, and we kind of have to... to constantly evaluate our routes and evaluate what we're doing uh, because we don't have enough uh, resources to put everything out we would like to put out so we have to make sure what we're running is efficient Uh, so with the rail consolidation and all the underpasses that are being built um, the 3rd uh, Street Quarter going away, uh, it'll be a really good time for us to just step back, take a look at what we're doing, and figure out a better way to do uh, a lot of things. And we'll also be able to incorporate all of our new fare box technology, all of the software that we have counting passengers on buses, to come up with all of the data points and data connections that we can find to see exactly what people are doing on the bus. So, you know, where are they riding? Where is this person buying their fare? Where are they getting on the bus, where are they getting off the bus, so that we can make sure that we're providing the services that are needed. It, it just seems like such a, a monumental undertaking, and I realize you, you have to have an eye
0: toward efficiency, but just about probably any corner of Springfield and the surrounding areas, there are people who depend on, on bus service to, to get sure. where they're going. They may not be in big numbers in that particular part of town, so uh, how, how do you approach it? I mean, what what when you talk about the data points that you use, is it just strictly a matter of, okay, this route has a lot of ridership this
1: route doesn't so that route goes or or how do you Mm -hmm. how do you balance that i wish it was that easy Uh, if we could just use the data that would make things a lot easier but you know there are parts of of town that don't have a lot of bus service so you know if if that route that goes through say west lawrence uh, over by passfield park doesn't perform real well we can't just take it and move it somewhere else because that may be the only bus service within a several block area which it which it is in that that part of town so uh, we have to take into consideration some sort of access uh, across town and then then we build in around uh, the most popular locations where people want to go what our ridership tends to if they tend to uh live in a dense, densely populated area will want to serve that more. So a lot of different factors go into that. Talking with Steve Sheffel of the Sangamon Mass Transit District
0: about the, the state of Mass Transit. Uh, as you noted, um, you know, there are other uh, requests or, or hopes for various levels of service uh, that you may or may not be able to do, as we talked about with the Friends of Transit group uh, a while back. They'd like to see an expansion of nighttime service. They'd like to see Sunday service, which, if, if I recall correctly, the stories I've of the olden times we used to have that decades ago here in springfield uh any chance of, of those things happening of whether uh, extending and expanding
1: nighttime service or, or even offering sunday service well, sure well, we have a lot of priorities that we have um we've been addressing for a while sometimes we can do uh, more than others but right now we're suffering from the same thing a lot of businesses in the area are suffering from and that is a lack of headcount so uh right now we have to prioritize first what our our passengers need the most so the people that don't have any any um, any choice but to ride the bus what do they need so we do that first then we look at things that are least impactful on our financial situation at the at the district so you know what can we put on the street that doesn't require us to hire a bunch of people or buy a whole bunch of buses so one of those things would be uh, expanding night service which is the first thing on our priority list right now we would like to uh, redo the routes that we have on at night service so that they're better Uh, for people to use, easier for people to use, and we think that will increase ridership on night service. Uh, We would also like to bring back Saturday night service, which we've not been able to do. Uh, That was something we put out for about a month and then had to pull it back uh, during the big budget fights just a few years ago. So those those are the types of things that we would love to do. Right now, we can barely cover the service that we have with the headcount that we have. So that's a big challenge that we're trying to address. When you talk about uh, funding, uh,
0: how is SMTD primarily funded? Is it mostly through fares? Is it through
1: government subsidy? Is it grants and things? Where, where did your money come from? It's mostly through government subsidy. We get about 65% of our funding from the state of Illinois. Um, that's money that they reimburse. Uh, the other 35% we have to come up with from a combination of uh, federal funding, our own revenues and fares, as well as local funding. You know, we have a tax levy that provides some of that local funding. Our our taxing district hasn't changed um, since the district was created 50 years ago. So uh, that's a, a A funding source that's there, but it doesn't grow very much. So we have to come up with creative ideas to create revenue. We're building a paint and body shop right now that we're hoping will provide some revenue for us in addition to fixing our own vehicles, something that we can use to do regional maintenance for other transit facilities.
0: A few years back, the name was changed from the Springfield to the Sangamon Mass Transit District, and in recent years you did uh, put in fixed routes for outlying communities, but unfortunately you've had to scale that back uh, also uh, recently. What are the odds of, of that uh, returning at any point
1: or of uh, other ways to get more services to the outlying areas? Well, we're still doing uh, what you would consider microtransit out into some of those areas for people that were riding and didn't have another option. We've, we kind of figure out a way to do a more on demand type service. Uh, it's not exactly door to door on demand, but microtransit is probably the way we will go into those areas. And my hope is that in the next few years, we'll be able to expand that microtransit service to cover all of of what I call the holes in our service, areas that are in our district that we don't get out to, like by the airport. Uh, Clear Lake Township is one that we don't serve very well, and we've had requests for people to get to work. So there's a lot of of places that we could cover with something that's a little bit more efficient than just uh, putting a fixed route out there, if only a few people are using it.
0: You've also been working to uh, convert your fleet to cleaner technology. Tell me uh,
1: about that. And, and how that transition's going. Yes, we just bought four new CNG buses, which put us at 26 out of 56 vehicles in our fleet. And are CNG stands for? Compressed natural gas. Okay. And that's considered a low-emission fuel, not a zero-emission fuel. Um, we've been at the forefront of CNG since it started back in the 90s. Um, We were one of the first, if not the first, in Illinois to do that, and we've had that part of our fleet that's worked well for a long time. So from there, our plan is to start replacing diesels now. Our next bus order will be uh, hopefully hybrid, diesel-electric hybrid buses. Um, Not fully electric, but they do uh, cut the... um, Diesel use down by about fifty percent. At least that's the the sales pitch from from the last people we talked to. So we're hoping that we can slowly phase out our diesel buses with diesel electric hybrids, and then in the meantime, figure out what the best alternative fuel will be for us moving forward.
0: Anything else people need to know about for the for the coming year for SMTD? Things on the horizon, or things you want people to be looking out for?
1: Well, the new fares are going to be a big uh, big change. So there'll be a lot of advertising and a lot of uh, a lot of public service announcements to try to get the the news out to folks Um, and we'll be doing a lot more uh, once we get ready to open the new facility downtown, there'll be a lot of announcements that go along with that. We'll have open houses. People can come take a look at things. And we encourage people to use the system and, and get to know us because I think what we offer now, I just started with the agency almost eight years ago. And what we offer now is so much more advanced than where we were when I started with the old drop tills. Everything was paper. Um, it's, it's come a long way in a short amount of time. And we're really, really proud of it. and Really looking forward to what we can offer here.
0: Well, I appreciate you giving us the update on everything. Again, you can learn more at smtd.org to uh, find out more and uh, be watching for information on the new mobile app that's available. And again, uh, those new fare cards that are coming in the very near future. Steve Sheffel, Sangamon Mass Transit District.